which is a learning disability art studio. My name's Naomi and I work at Venture Arts. I'm the cultural enrichment coordinator and I've been working with Sally on this project for a few weeks. We're going to talk about the Castlefield Art Gallery, art exhibition, obstructions. You can watch it virtually from the 6th of December 2020 to the 7th of March 2021. And there are 50 Northwest artists from different generations. So there's a so there's a generation for under 30s and a generation for over 50s, which I find quite interesting. I liked how you had the option to choose to walk around the space so you get a feel of what it actually looked like to actually be at the Castlefield Gallery. But you also had another option to look at each picture like in beautiful detail as well. So it was nice to have them two options so you can walk around the space and then get off the space to look at each individual picture properly. When I looked at each individual piece in obstructions, I noticed that some of the obstructions were very long and then it used inaccessible language and it took some of the creativity away from the artist, which I didn't really like. But other obstructions were a lot more simple and more open and allowed much more room for creativity, which I did like and I would have liked to see more of them kind of obstructions as well. I really liked Tara Collette's piece called Rethink, Reskill and Reboot and she had the obstruction which was make it virtual but she didn't want to take that too literally like not actually make a virtual artwork because that's a bit of a boring way to interpret the obstruction. So I liked how she changed the meaning to make it so it's like virtually finished, so not quite finished. So, but then she was wondering what piece would she make that's not quite finished? And she thought she would make a piece about all the careers she's ever done in her life because um, a lot of art, will have a career alongside their art career just to make a little bit of extra money because being an artist alone may not always make you enough money so she said a lot of artists aren't very honest with that and feel ashamed about having another job alongside the artwork so she had a list of careers on her textile piece that she's done in her life 
and recently during the pandemic the government released a little like skills help check you answered loads of questions and it would tell you which career you should have and it was called rethink reskill and reboot but in this questionnaire it told Tara Collette that she should be a paramedic she never had any medical experiences before so she thought it was a bit strange that it didn't think about her art experiences. She realised that the Rethink, Reskill and Reboot were trying to move people away from the art world and Tara believes that no one should ever abandon their passions to solve the government's rising unemployment rate and believes art and culture is vital to a healthy society. I like Tara's story behind her piece as I found it very relatable and I agreed with it. I found the story very interesting and I hope it'll encourage more artists to be honest with their other jobs and not be ashamed of having another job. I also hope Tara's piece will help people get into the art even when other people tell them not to, including friends, family and the government. The next piece was from Elena Ruth Donnelly and her obstruction was tell a story of a goddess with inhibited anger. She created a piece called Sheila which she used a technique called tufting and it was made with lots of colours and I really loved it. As a textile artist, I just loved the different colours and textures she used. She created the work from previous artwork, which was a tufted serpent on a recycled coffee set, which was dipped in the canal waters. So Sheila was born out of the patterns in the canal water. So that's why she used that particular piece because that was dipped in the canal waters. I really like the variety of colours and textures. It reminds me of the water with seaweed green, ocean blue and coral reds. I find the colours really bright and stood out beautifully. I also loved the texture too, as it some bits were long and other bits were short. Some bits of the yarn makes loops and others is long and straight. This is a sort of piece I am desperate to touch. I love how all the colours really work together and don't seem out of place. Claire Hignitz did a really lovely piece called Do Be Careful with the obstruction to return to the point of origin. I like this piece as it is about the frustration of being kept safe when wanting to take risks and explore danger. Many toys came in plastic bags labelled dangerous suffocation, which is where she got a lot of her inspiration from. It was plastic, clear plastic with a doll inside and a fabric frame. So I really liked that piece. And I loved the frame as it was layered and handmade with wool blankets. I like how she included plastic because it was very textured, it added different texture to the fabric pieces. I just like the different varieties used. I also like the calming and safe colours used for the doll. I really found the story behind the piece very relatable as health and safety has become very extreme, that it is stopping particularly children learning properly and having fun. 
I hope this piece will encourage others to take more risks. About these three artists, Elena Ruth Downley, Tara Collette and Claire Hignett, I really loved their work because they were all textile, so they were all really textured and really beautiful. Um, as a textile artist, it's probably a bit biased, but I just love anything textile related. I was also very interested in a lot of their meanings and stories behind the work which I find really interesting. Tina Finch is an artist that I chose, but her work is different to the other three artists in the sense that her work isn't textiles. But the reason why I liked her work was because of the obstruction she was given, because her obstruction was to make a large-scale drawing using handmade drawing tools. I like this obstruction, as you need to really think creatively. The tools the artist used was wads of bubble wrap, sticks, sponges, racks, rulers, edges and plastic pots. I also liked how Tina Finch showed the work in progress. So she had the picture of the finished work and then she had lots of other pictures in her little gallery bit of how she, how she actually made it, which I thought was quite interesting to look at as well. In the piece she explored whether perfection exists how would the perfect human react to isolation and COVID? And I think this is quite an interesting topic because everyone has different views, like what makes someone perfect, because you can't really please everyone, no matter what you do. There's no such thing as perfect. Something that I know we've talked a lot about and I wanted to ask you more about was the idea of obstructions. I know you particularly enjoy the textile pieces, but um, I was also wondering whether this idea of obstructions in this exhibition had inspired any new ways of working for you, be it with new materials or different ways of thinking maybe. It did because I've never heard of tufting before, which is a new textile technique. You like make rugs and things, so I might have a look into that properly. And I also like the obstruction for the perfect human, which gave me the idea of getting creative and not just using a paintbrush to paint and using lots of other materials to do things like painting that you may have not thought of before. And I think it's quite accessible, that particular obstruction, because not everyone has paintbrushes, but may have a, like, a bubble wrap knocking around, so it can still be painting, but with bubble wrap instead of a paintbrush. I really like that one of the artists used plastic and textile, so it made me think more mixed media, like different materials, not just fabric like using plastics and things to add extra texture and make it more exciting. And I liked how they thought about each obstruction, like the meaning. So I might think more about how my work can have lots of meanings and stories. Basically, art is just storytelling and saying what you think. Something that came to mind when you were talking about using more mixed media in your weaving was your plastic bag monsters. 
And it made me think about how you've already been very flexible and creative in your way of working. Wednesdays are just plastic and not, there's no fabric. So I was thinking of adding fabric to something like that. And also with regards to storytelling, you were saying all artists storytelling. Um, and I think that's really beautiful. And that's very true also. It made me think of some of your more recent work where you've been exploring myths and storytelling through your art. I don't know if you want to say a little bit about that, maybe? Some of my current works, which remind me of some of the work I've seen in the Obstructions exhibition, is my uh, weaving, which I am currently working on, about Scottish myths, telling lots of different stories and about different myths and legends around in Scotland. It's quite exciting because each little section of the tapestry will have a little story to share and it's just quite beautiful. And there's another piece that I've done a while ago of plastic bag monsters and they're just crocheted plastic bags. But it made this exhibition made me think to add more fabric or maybe yarn to it just to add different texture so it's not just plastic it's a bit of fabric and plastic just multimedia and really sensory and tactile and just for context what was the story that you were telling through the plastic bag monsters do you want to talk a little bit more about that so about my plastic bag monsters i made them for an art exhibition called uh, last place on air and it was a virtual art exhibition that was about climate crisis and i thought that plastic bag are monsters to the environment so made them into actual monsters by crocheting or finger knitting them into a nice shape and it was quite uh, cool to see them in the virtual world because they managed to scale them really big because the actual monster itself is quite small like the size of my hand but in the virtual world they managed to make it massive and it was actually quite cool if you're interested in my artwork you can find me on outside in which is a, a website just search my name sally hurst and it should find my gallery and another way is through the venture arts website where you can also write my name sally hurst it'll be on there as well and if you want to look at my virtual art exhibition last place on there Go on the home website, last place on there, and it should come up on Google. You can look at the virtual reality exhibition, which is quite cool. The opening and closing music for this podcast was designed and created by Sally. So I wanted to ask Sally um, to maybe explain a little bit um, the ideas behind this music. So I made this piece inspired by lockdown, so the sound of lockdown. And I recorded sounds throughout the first lockdown, lots of different sounds, such as the clapping for carers and birds tweeting and eggs cracking because I was baking a lot. So I recorded lots of sounds and then I just layered them. Like I just put them all together in GarageBand and I layered them and kept listening to it over and over again until it sounded good. 
I also use a tongue drum to play the songs um, in the middle, just to give it more structure and music element to it, rather than just noise. Thank you everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and hope that you will be able to visit the exhibition in person soon. You can find this exhibition at castlefieldgallery.co.uk and look for the exhibitions page, Obstructions. Thank you everyone for listening and I really hope you enjoyed our podcast. Amazing, yes, yes, I enjoy some of the fact that I was long and I took it from the same day, took it from the way, but the short, but I like the short, three things, but the most simple, the perfect, the